Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Knicks, the podcast where we talk New York Knicks basketball and other news around the NBA. A little special episode today. Anthony Davis on the block, ready to be traded. He wants one. Just got to find 50K for it. I'm Jason Talbot, and I am here, of course, with Marcus Chinqui. Marcus, how the hell are you? I'm doing, I'm doing a little better. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's early. I don't know. <laughs> we're, early, we're, yeah. uh, we're doing an early cast today, seven forty-five a.m. But yeah, we, uh, we had to get this Anthony Davis news out there. Just strictly, we're going to keep it strictly Anthony Davis today. We just want a nice little short and sweet. Let's. Yeah, we're just going to give people what they what they want to hear. Just give them some opinions on what's happening in the the latest news. This, this is breaking news. Felt like we had to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it broke a couple days ago. Anthony Davis uh, wants out of New Orleans. Who who would have thought? And before that, he said he wanted to stay. I mean, what, what, how could that happen? That's never happened before in the NBA. Um, so, oh, there's just so many things. I mean, the NBA and the, the the media is going crazy right now about Anthony Davis. Where is he going? What teams are interested? Where does he want to go? You know, he still has another year left on his contract. So that's – when I first heard this, I'm like, oh, his contract's expiring uh, at the end of the year. So after you had brought that up to me, that really made things pretty interesting because if they can make a trade before the deadline, he's kind of locked into another year and there's no fear of him leaving after this year, which is interesting. So – It's the Kawhi situation all over again. Just – Yeah. Uh, and, and you're seeing that – a lot of people think Toronto is going to keep Kawhi, that he's not going to leave. So, kind of And then I was seeing yesterday, I was like, maybe Toronto's in play f- to get him, too. Like, there's, I saw, I saw those rumors. There's rumors everywhere. I think we could just flip through all of them. <laughs> yeah. And, and there'll be no actual to any of them but yeah yeah. (laughs) and for all the rumors i figure this is let's talk knicks podcast so let's start with the new york knicks as soon as i heard the news break i kind of did palm to face (laughs) oh here we go nick i could hear just the nick fans like my phone started buzzing yo what do you think ad coming to like you guys you can't wait like two seconds before (laughs) we think ad is coming to the knicks anytime there's a big free agent Every Knicks fan thinks they're coming to New York. Or like, oh, what can we do? Oh, it's such a good fit. This and that. So, and you know, the 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 media is always gonna say he's in, someone's interested in New York just so that Nick fans can right. go nuts. And you know, what? I'm guilty. About. I'm guilty. <laughs> so, let's let's. There's a, a number of questions I have for you around uh, Anthony Davis coming to the Knicks. I guess first would be. Would it be a good fit? Because the Knicks would have to... We already know the Knicks do have young assets. They have a probably a top three pick next year. So they would have to give that up. I mean, there's no way they can make a deal without giving that up. So my question to you is, and I've seen this a couple trade rumors. I think I saw one that was like Kevin Knox, Frank, Mitchell Robinson, next year's first round pick, and then a 2021 first round pick. 
and I would hope we could throw in like Tim Hardaway in there. Just like, I saw a couple that had Tim as part of the deal. Yeah. Too. Um, so I don't see a deal getting done unless we give up all the young prospects that we've kind of started to build upon. Maybe minus like we could hold on to Trier and Moody or something. I mean, everyone on the team is a young prospect, but do you think it would even be worth it for the Knicks to do it and to throw something out there? If it's, if it's going to take all of that, I don't want I don't want them to do it. And I've I've gotten accustomed to to the the process we're doing here of just, you know, developing the young talent, get some draft picks, you know, build this young squad from within. And we saw what happened with Melo and I and this is a completely different situation because Anthony Davis is 26 versus Melo was like pushing 30 when he got there, or was he? I don't know. Maybe it was like 27, 28. But this is a young player on the verge of greatness. But do you give up everything you're trying to build to get him? Because once you get him, then what team does he have? And a lot of the other rumors I'm seeing are the only way you get a deal for him is if you give up KP too. Yeah. And. I did see that as well. I, I would never do that. Everyone's saying, you got to do it. Even if, because you know Anthony Davis has established himself as a superstar. KP could potentially be one. Yeah. No, he is. He will be. And you need the two of them on one team if you're going to have any sniff at being a contender in the East. Or just yeah. in the NBA. I'm, I'm with you. on. I agree on all those things. Like, you, you, as the Knicks organization has just been preaching since the beginning of the season and Fisdale coming in, and even the year before, it's just like we, we're rebuilding. We're starting young. The, the Knicks are the youngest team in the NBA right now. So it kind of goes against everything that they're saying to even make an offer where it's like you're going to give up everyone. And I'm not saying none of the players, minus KP, of course, giving up all these players – None of them compare to Anthony Davis, and I don't think any of them are going to be as good as Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis is only 25 years old. But then, like you said, what are you, what are you left with? So then you're left with KP, who has to come back still. We haven't seen him play. And Anthony Davis, who are actually kind of similar players, yeah. like this two-big-man thing. We... I think the Knicks still need so many pieces, and as the youngest team in the NBA... They need – the thing I was hoping this year the Knicks would be able to do with KP out is to – I didn't think they would obviously make the playoffs. I actually thought that they would be kind of where they are right now. But you were hoping that they maybe would even get to that, like, 11-10 seed, maybe flirt with the 9-8. Maybe they're in the playoffs for, like, a day throughout the season, even this young team. And so you can see, wow, when KP comes back, we really are going to, like, be better. And, like, this Knicks team can be good, and we have young guys who can play, but, like – Instead, we're like, oh, down the road, we're going to be good. Maybe. But we're, like, so bad right now without KP. So I don't know, I don't know if you checked the standings. We are officially the worst team in the NBA. Oh, as of yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> well, I... Cleveland, Cleveland won last night, so we officially have the oh, yeah, worst yeah, record. I love that. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but it just proves the point even further that it doesn't make any sense. And, and the thing that hurts the most is that this pick potential first pick that we might get next year to have to give up. It's like, we finally get there 
and then we're going to try to give it up for Anthony Davis to build a team. And what I've been reading is that the reason you do it is because first you bring in Anthony Davis and then you have a case to sign a Kemba Walker or a Clay Thompson. And now you're looking at a starting lineup with like, let's say, I mean, it looks like you would keep Moutier. So you have like Moutier, Clay Thompson, uh, Kevin Knox, Anthony Davis, and KP is your starting five. And you're like, oh, well, that sounds good. But you're just relying on all these things. And if one thing goes wrong, AD is going to leave. And then you're back at like square one with the Knicks suck. We lost all our young guys and we have no picks. And it just, it. I mean, it's always like, it's a gamble for every team because yeah. he has that extra year. So you never know. But yeah. It's how, how risky do you want to be? It is a gamble for every team. But here's the other thing. AD said he wanted to join a team that he could compete. He's sick of losing in New Orleans. He doesn't want to be. He wanted to be there. Everyone says the right thing. But losing will get your head straight. So when your team starts losing and losing and season after season losing and he's trying to carry that team, he is like, I, I, I want to get the hell out of here. And he, all right, I'll eat the 50K, find me, get me out of here. So now the question is, I think we both agree about the Knicks. I, I think any trade offer they make, I don't think they're going to budge enough to, to make New Orleans say yes. But let me ask you, what, what team do you think is the best fit, not just for AD to go to, but also the team that can make this trade and would work best for them? So for both parties, what... What trade do you see going down before February 8th if it goes down? I mean, the thing that – see, that's the, the caveat there is his agent wants it for it by the trade deadline. Like they're <laughs> insisting they have to make a trade by the trade deadline. And I think the best team for him to go to is the Celtics, and they can't make a deal until after the trade deadline. <laughs> so they're really the only team. They've been holding on to these assets for a couple years now. And just waiting for a time to, to cash them all in. And this is the opportunity to do it, and they can't do it. So it's a little, it's, it's tricky. I don't know, like, how they get that deal done. And the thing is, New Orleans doesn't have to do anything. Like, they could say, oh, we want to make a deal by the trade deadline. New Orleans is like, okay, we're not going yeah. to. Like, that's what the Spurs did. It's like, we could sit on it as long as we feel like it. You're under contract with us. So. Can you can you quickly explain why the Celtics cannot do the trade for people uh, that may not? I think you, I think it explained a little better because you sent me the actual details. Uh, but yeah, it's something, the, what is it, the, the Rose Rule? Yeah. That because it, they got Kyrie in, I don't really fully understand the logic behind it, but because they traded for Kyrie, they can't make another trade for Anthony Davis unless... Kyrie changes his deal or resigns somewhere else in right. the offseason. And I they don't can, get it, but and they would be able to do it next year. It's only through this year, I believe, too. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. I, I I read it over and I'm like, what? Just a little, let them make the trade. I don't understand these stupid rules. Like, let teams make trades. Like this, it's not the same thing, but it kind of reminds me with like the Chris Paul thing when he got traded to the Lakers. Yeah, and I still they don't even know what like, No, it's like, yo, <laughs> let teams do whatever the hell they want. Like, and then you go ahead and let like Durant go to uh, Golden State. Yeah, 
Golden State, and then Boogie's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to Golden State too." Like, sure, whatever. Like, I, these rules are just so uh, ridiculous, and I they should let whatever happen. But uh, besides the point. So the Boston Celtics. I mean, I know you make a strong case too. Not only the Celtics because of the pieces and what he can do for that team, um, but also you know, I'm saying even role. if not the Celtics, I think he should come to the East. That that's what I was gonna say. You like the whole East aspect yep. of it because the East is so uh, weak, and it's a better chance for them to win and compete and get to the finals, where you will inevitably inevitably lose to Golden State. I I think with all this too, we have to kind of you have to almost imagine that Golden State doesn't exist this year, because then no trade becomes really important or nothing in the NBA almost is important because it's like, Oh, Golden State's going to win. So when we look at competitive teams competing, I think in the East, you would look at Boston, Philly, Toronto and Milwaukee. So I think, and those four teams look like they, I've heard rumors, um, maybe my, no Philly. I think I heard a couple too. So I think all four teams, you hear the rumors. Yeah. Um, and I would agree. If you were to go to the East, I think you have to go to one of those four teams. I'm a believer, and it, it's the obvious choice. It's the one you're hearing the most of. It's late. It's Lakers, man. Y- you got to go to LA. They have the pieces. LeBron is there. I he's the best player in the league. Like I think people maybe have even forgotten the last you know month or so because of his injury. Um, what he was doing with that team already, guys. He's never played with. Um, they were in a. I think. They were in the top four at one point uh, in the West, uh, even in the beginning. I mean, that's crazy. That LeBron like can take a, a team. A half, uh, I, I hate, you know, I feel like I've been giving LeBron a lot of praise this year. And, uh, Lots. I have, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I know that kills you inside. But it's so well-deserved. And, you know, I think Magic has to work on they're asking for a lot. If I'm the Lakers, I'm almost hoping you can kind of like give them more picks and not. You need to keep one of those guys, whether it's Kuz, Lonzo, or Ingram. You got to keep at least one of those three within the squad because you can't. You don't want to give up everybody, but if they can get AD and then next year they're going to make a play with some free agents, like I could see Kemba go. I mean, that's another thing where I could. LA can do it because they're LA and LeBron's there now. Before, they stunk. Now they're good. And this is the – I think there are two – when it comes to teams and players looking to go play for a team, most players look at two things. Is the team and the organization a good team and organization? Is this a team that can win with the players they have constructed and the people in the front office? And B, I don't think people take into account the city and where it is and where these guys want to play. A lot of these young guys like Kyrie – Talking about, I'm hearing rumblings that he might want to go to L.A. now. Ugh. I don't, as much as Kyrie left Cleveland because because of LeBron, I think he also left because it was Cleveland. <laughs> and and Boston, Boston's like a cool city. We live there for a little bit. It's a cool city. But if I'm like a young NBA star with a ton of money, I want to go play in L.A., man. I want to go play in Miami. I want to go play in San Fran. I want to play in the Bay. I Like, you know... And I hope soon people like, I want to go play in New York, but like the organization is just a laughing stock and the team sucks. So 
you only have half the equation of New York. And that's how that just shows you how bad New York's been. No one wants to go there. But but AD, AD really, said he was open to it. So at least and you, I saw a post yeah. the other day that was like a uh, someone mocked up a, a flag in the rafters for 2018-2019 saying players are at least entertaining the idea of maybe <laughs> being okay with coming to New York. So it's a win so far. That's so great. Uh, so when it comes to being able to win now, the life, I mean, AD is, is a, is a brand dude. He came out with that unibrow. This guy is branding himself. And I think players like that, like Kyrie, uncle drew Pepsi. I mean, these guys want to be spotlight on them and, and represent the NBA, these guys. And I think the LA, like now that LeBron's there, it just, it, it's it makes sense to me. I, I I love it. I think that LA is going to get a deal done before the deadline. I think in the next couple of weeks we're gonna hear a deal has been made because New Orleans knows he's gonna walk and it's gonna be a lot harder to trade him next year. And I think with all the buzz going around it really helps where teams are I think Magic knows I gotta I gotta get ID. I, yeah, I but one thing I can't wait. LeBron's not getting any younger. Let's let's do this, and we will contend for a chance. I had the Lakers going to the Western Conference Finals this year. You bring AD there, they are a lock not to go to the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> and uh, assuming health wise, LeBron's healthy, and and AD, who's also I still healthy. don't even think that they get to the Western Finals with AD because okay. One okay. thing now we have to uh, you got to look at since it's a trade, Anthony Davis's contract is pretty big that they have to take on. The Lakers have several guys just on their rookie contracts, so they don't really have anybody that they can make the money work to get a trade done. That's why they have to give up all those assets in order to get them. So you bring you get rid of probably you got to get rid of Kuz and either Ingram or Lonzo. And then several picks you got to put in there. So you're leaving the team with Anthony Davis, LeBron, and Rondo, and Lance Stevenson. And and one of those guys. Like like I said, I think you only do it. You have to keep of that Ingram, Kuz. And the piece ball, that probably to has to fit is Caldwell Pope. Because he's the one that they paid a couple years ago. So he's yeah, got money I, on his deal. Yeah, I saw that. So they got to put him in there too. So you're getting rid of all your young guys. I mean, I'm not saying he's good or anything, but he's you're getting rid of all your young guys, and then you come into a situation worth like with Cleveland again, where it was Kyrie and LeBron, and then you got your Richard Jeffersons, you got your Corvers, you got your JRs just showing up. Exactly. Yeah. And see what they can do. But that's and then the, what did they do? And what did, what did Cleveland? Yeah, do? they ran through the East. You think that <laughs> yeah. team is going to go through OKC, through Golden State, through Houston? Not happening. Through Golden State, no. As we said, I don't. I don't think anyone is going through Golden State. But do I think that team constructed can beat uh, Denver, Houston, OKC? Yeah. Is is it a lot harder than when it was going through the East? Oh, for sure, oh, yeah. it's a lot harder. But can LeBron and Anthony Davis and that team do it? I do believe so. Yes, I, don't, I, I believe. I don't, know. I don't. I believe LeBron. I thought LeBron was going to do that with the team constructed. Now, I, I really, I think this whole year with him going to LA and no one giving them any expectations of doing anything in the West was like, it was a perfect way 
to say LeBron is such a hero and he's so amazing when he ended up taking whatever team he was going to take to the Western Conference Finals. I, I do think LeBron is that good, especially during the playoffs, and he makes everyone better around him. Having I don't a guy, know, but like, and, would you, and they'll did, hopefully make some other moves too. Maybe get a few more three-point shooters. I mean, I mean, look JR at what the Lakers were sitting, doing. Sitting I, back, waiting for a call. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> hey, why not? Uh, and like you said, like it is easier in the East, but I still think they can do it in the West. It's much uh, easier. Okay, who did he? Much beat? easier. Like, yeah, last year he did it pretty much by himself to go through <laughs> yeah. uh, Indiana, Toronto, Toronto, and Boston. Yeah. And those three teams are not so first round you figure they'll probably be like a six seed, maybe five, because there's so much shuffling. Those teams are only separated by like a game sure. and a half. So yep. I figure they have to play first round, they'd probably have to play OKC or Houston in the first yeah. round. And you hey, think but, they're getting by one of those teams? I do. I, I as I said, I don't think it's gonna be easy. And could I see the Lakers – I mean, once you see the team constructed, like, could you see the Lakers getting knocked off by any of those teams? Of course, especially not having home court advantage, things like that. But ultimately, I'm, it's the same thing with, like, what's happening in the NFL right now. Like, I've made the mistake twice now of betting against Brady <laughs> leading into the Super Bowl, and I feel like an idiot. I'm like, why did I do that? And it's kind of the same thing where I'm like, I don't think I can bet against LeBron. I just – and then you're going to give him Anthony Davis and, like, oh, well, he – he lost Ingram, like a third-year guy who's kind of like, I mean, he's playing well, but he's still developing and he's not near his peak versus They're a definitely guy. definitely not as high on Ingram Anthony anymore. Davis, who <laughs> plays both ends of the floor, and now he gets to play with LeBron. Um, and, you know, I, and I think then you start having guys on the Lakers who come off the bench you've never heard of start getting minutes and, and drop in 20 points a game. You're like, who the hell, who was that guy? It's like... That's like you just made the point before where LeBron's making Richard Jefferson look like an all star again. You're like, what the hell is going on? And it's LeBron demands so much attention that just everyone around him gets better. So I I think it's a good fit. I think I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen soon. Um, Is there any other team that you think could make a play for Anthony Davis? A surprise team out there? Any team. In the, you know who might? This is a sneaky, a sneaky guy most of the time. Cuban, with the with the Mavs. I don't know. Yeah, he, he makes some weird deals and or floats things out there that I don't know who they that. could give up for him. I mean DeAndre and I don't know. They're not, as long as they're not giving up Luca, then they can make any deal they want. Houston was willing to give up how many draft picks for right. Jimmy Butler? Uh, but again, I don't think he should go to the. I don't think he should go west. If he wants a, if he wants an opportunity, come to the east. He could. I saw those those uh, deals for, like including Ben Simmons in a deal with Philly. Yeah, which I would think be Philly's a crazy. Maybe done. I don't know I that Philly's they're not gonna. Yeah. They would actually do that. Who else? Oh, would you ever do a straight up? So AD for oh. Giannis. No, it's similar good. to what they're saying. Like you do a KP for for, a, for AD that kind of deal, any sense. and it's like it's, why would they do that? Sense. You know? Yeah, these you know, I'm kind of these rumors that you hear. I blame Windhorst. You know, he just it's all. <laughs> I don't. The funny thing is, I don't think the players like now. I'm hearing the the Clay Thompson 
things like, oh, if AD goes to the Lakers, he would strongly consider uh, going to the Lakers. And it's like, Clay t- no way Clay Thompson said that to anyone. <laughs> There's no way he's thinking about winning a championship this year. It's that is just such a hypothetical situation. I don't I don't know where they come up with this stuff. Um, I mean, I see all these rumors. But, like I don't like the rumor mill. Whatever happened to Broussard, man? We see, get those sources out there just getting windhorsed, yeah, taking hold of these rumors. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to listen to this clown. That dude just misses LeBron so much. He's <laughs> like, I, I I got nothing to report on it. Um, people don't care about me anymore. Um, I think. What really is driving all of this, though, like you had mentioned earlier, is New Orleans. They're somewhat in the driver's seat here. Um, they are and they aren't. They are because they get to make the final decision and they don't have to do anything. But I also think they're feeling the pressure. Like, they know this guy's going. And we can't let him walk away. So, yes, they have till next year. But you want to, like, you want to make the other teams... It, it's such a toss-up. I, I like yeah, my swirling right now. I, I, <laughs> I don't. Who's gonna make the first move? You know, because you know they're panicking in New Orleans. They're like, not again. Here we go again. Um, they need to move that team. Get, get basketball out of New Orleans. It's just move enough. Move to Seattle. That's where um, that's where people want to go. Yeah, it, it's it's really kind of sad. No one wants to end up playing there. They they can't really win. I mean, I mean, it's been a bad Paul couple weeks for the city of New Orleans. Yeah, so it's. <laughs> It's uh it's a football town. Uh you know, I other than the Lakers, I just I have a hard time figuring out what team would be able to do this and then it makes sense. I mean, Toronto actually is a team that I don't know how they can construct a deal, but if you can get Kawhi and Anthony Davis on the same team, uh but then New Orleans, I'm like what are you going to give me in return? I don't I don't want the pieces that you're giving me. If I'm, if I'm, you have to Orleans, give up like a Lowry and Ibaka and uh, I don't know. I don't know who else they have just kind of mulling around back there. Yeah. But Toronto, I mean, Toronto's constructed to just be good in the East for a couple more years if they can keep Kawhi. Right. So I don't. Yeah, I. If, I don't, if I don't I'm know. if I'm New Orleans, I want back picks. I want first-round picks, valuable first-round picks, and I want young prospects because I have to rebuild my team, which, to bring this all full circle, as much as I think the Knicks thing is a joke, it actually is not a bad team, if I'm New Orleans, to do a trade with because especially if I know I'm getting a top pick next year, like, I would, I'm going to listen. Because now, that's you, what you want to return. So if you get rid of Anthony Davis this year and you're going to be bad and you can get our first-round pick, that's why even if I'm going to make a trade with the Knicks, I might not even be asking so much for their current assets. As many as, like, when I was seeing, like, Mitch Robinson, Kevin Knox, Frank, you know, and maybe Tree. Like, they were giving up every – it was basically everyone. Um, you know, if I'm the Knicks, I don't want to offer that. But if I'm New Orleans, I'm like, yeah, like, all right, I'll take, I'll take all that stuff. I'm like, I got to rebuild my team, so let's, let's, let's go. Um, now you know the thing that I saw in there. One little caveat that was in a lot of those trades is it's the trading the pick this year, number one protected. Now, could you imagine if we made that deal, 
and still managed to get the number one pick in the draft because we kept it because it was top number one protected. And then yeah. there's your team. Say it's KP, Anthony Davis, well, Zion, yeah. and whoever else is, is going to come out of the woodwork to play. Here's another thing that I would argue, though, too. If you're going to make this trade and bring in Anthony Davis, this number one pick that you're going to bring in is not – you're not committing to developing your younger players as much anymore. You're changing the trajectory of the team because now you're, you're going to have, like, KP and AD kind of – they're going to be your leaders of your team, and now you want to surround – your team now with signing like a Kemba Walker. You want to construct the team now. And I don't know if the Knicks can do that that quickly. So. I don't think they've, I, I, I really don't this think whole they thing, should make just, that move. And... I don't have faith in the New York Knicks that they can make this trade and then move forward and make all the right moves that they need to make to like put this team together. I just don't have faith in this Knicks organization to do it and i think they need to just stay away see what happens with anthony davis maybe he doesn't go anywhere next year when kp comes back win a couple games first like make <laughs> players want to come to new york like you know i i think we're also kind of declaring anthony davis as this amazing player and not that he's kevin love i'm not gonna say he because he's better than kevin love and i think we all know that a lot but i think there is a little bit of this this is a good player on a bad team. We haven't seen Anthony Davis play on a good team. So, like, is he not even as good as we think he is because his numbers and things are inflated on a bad team? I think that might be a little extreme. He's not he's, Kevin Love. He's not Kevin Love. He's a much more skilled big than Kevin Love. And he's shown sure. he can do what he uh, – I don't even know that he's reached yeah. his top potential yet. And maybe that's, right. like you said, being on a good team would unlock L- would all unlock that. that. It's, uh, but it's been yeah, like, it, it bothers me that all his time in New Orleans, his skill has never translated into wins. And that bothers me a little bit. Because, like, as bad as his teams have been and his team, you could say, is right now, they're not, like, that bad. I mean, they were in the second round of the playoffs last year. Um, yeah. They, yeah, they swept Portland and then made it to the second round. It's like... I don't know oh, where the drop off came so yeah. so quickly, but I mean that's sports too. You know, like some yeah. years, some if you're good, you can go from worst to first in no time in some in some leagues. So you never know. But I uh, I, I think I, I think the Knicks stay put, or I hope yeah, they do. I, and if I he think... says he wants to go to L.A., you know. Maybe he does, but again, New Orleans doesn't have to move him where he just because he wants to go there doesn't mean they're still in control. Yeah, they can send him wherever they want to, but they can send yeah. him to Chicago if he's a little chilly. Send him out there, you know. New Orleans, yeah, they got to do what's in their best interest, and uh, I think we, as the Let's Talk Knicks podcast goes, I think as Nick fans, we are very nervous about the Knicks making any kind of move. We don't really have faith in the organization to do so. We're, we're not sure if it's the right move right now. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes, man. We'll, we got another... We'll keep track. A couple another weeks. Another week? Week and a half? Um, I've, I've said, I believe we are going to hear the LA Lakers have made a trade for Anthony Davis. Uh, 
what do you think will unfold by February 8th? I think I think he stays put. I don't know okay. that I don't know that many teams have like I said have the assets to get a deal that New Orleans will like. And I think they wait and play ball with Boston in uh in in July. And that could be I like it. All kinds of oh man, free agency is going to be a little crazy this year. Yeah. I love it. And we get KD KD Maybe that. I mean, that's what they're. Uh, that's what they're waiting go. for. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. That's that could be what they're waiting for. We'll I, see. I think Windhorse is reporting. I, I think until the Knicks, as an organization, can prove that they can just win some games, I don't think anyone's coming. I mean, we're, as you just said, we're the we're now officially the worst team in the NBA, and I just don't think superstars like. Kevin Durant are like, yo, I'm going to go to New York. It's not, <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I'm going to go to the worst team in the NBA. It just, and I know KP is coming back and that'll change things, but I think the players, I think they want to see it a little bit. Like, let KP come back and let's go like, you know, five and two to start the season. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like the next young guys. Now I'm like, okay, now I can see myself adding to this team and we can take us to the next level. But right now, like, we're the worst. Literally, now we can actually say we're the worst. Uh, it's a headline on the it. Daily News today. Uh, hey, man, had a, had a good time. Had a good time this morning. Uh, man, I wish I could get back to sleep, but I got to get to work. Yeah, oh, I gotta, God, this negative four-degree weather in Detroit. Give me, give me a break. I got blue skies here, but it's a little chilly. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking at, uh, I don't know, 20 degrees outside. Yep. A little snow it. flurries later. I love that. We'll see. Um, all right. Well, this has been episode eight. A nice little special Anthony Davis special. We'll see. We're watching. We're watching AD. Unibrow. Uh, good luck, Knicks. Don't screw this up. And uh, <laughs> we will uh, we'll chat again soon. Well, uh, yeah. We'll see you. How about, all right. how about this weekend? We'll do it. Yeah, All yeah, right. we might have another next episode. We might uh, we might be bringing on a guest for the first time, a little special third guest. We're gonna uh, we're gonna mix things up. We're gonna we're gonna try something new. So twenty nineteen, you know. Yeah, yeah. So stay tuned for episode nine. It's, this has been Let's Talk Knicks podcast. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>